Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 1st of August. Aussie swimming sensation Emma McKeon has become the most successful Commonwealth Games athlete of all time after winning her 11th gold medal this morning. It's still Emma McKeon in front. Can she get there? Does she hold on? She's got her 11th, the Queen of the Commonwealth. Incredible. McKeon blitzed through the final of the 50 metres freestyle to make history, beating the records of Ian Thorpe, Susie O'Neill and Liesl Jones. And in more breaking news this morning, fellow swimmer Carl Chalmers has broken the Commonwealth Games record for the 100 metre freestyle in this morning's semi. It comes as the 24-year-old blasted the media over the weekend for fake news and the constant questioning surrounding reports of his former relationship with Emma McKeon and her new boyfriend, Cody Simpson. Been working hard to be here for such a long time and for how it's unfolded, um, yeah, definitely makes me, me question my future in the sport. That audio thanks to Channel 7. In the other news this morning, the latest news poll shows Anthony Albanese has received a record-breaking satisfaction rating for a new Prime Minister. The poll in The Australian shows the PM's rating at 61%, the highest in a first post-election poll since 1985. Meantime, Australia's First Nations caucus and Labor caucus will meet today to move ahead with enshrining an Indigenous voice to Parliament. The Prime Minister announcing a referendum question will be put to voters. It's a simple proposition which is consistent with good manners, which says that where you are implementing a policy that affects a group of people, in this case, the oldest continuous civilisation on the planet, something we should be proud about, you should consult them, you should involve them. Australia is about to hit a grim milestone, recording nearly 12,000 COVID deaths since the start of the pandemic. July was Australia's deadliest month on record, with 1,772 people dying from COVID, compared to January, where 1,519 people died from the virus. A man who killed a teenager on the New South Wales Central Coast more than 15 years ago will be released from prison today. Tanya Burgess was stabbed more than 40 times on her way home from school in 2005. Her parents, Mindy and Chris, are now fighting for the killer's name to be released. He is only known as DL, as he was under the age of 18 at the time of her murder. I'll never forget the face, whether he was a youth at that age at 16 or whether he's now in his 30s as a man. We'll never forget it. That audio thanks to Channel 9. And we're being warned of more gas supply issues across the country as the cost of electricity continues to soar. From today, prices in New South Wales, the ACT, South Australia and Queensland will increase for millions of Australians. The Australian Institute's Climate and Energy Program Director, Richard Merzian, says Australian households are paying the price for a failure of others. It's tough because we're put in this position because we haven't transitioned our electricity grid off expensive fossil fuels. That process is currently underway. The federal government certainly has a big plan to get a majority of renewables by the end of this decade, but it'll take some time. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales, where Premier Dominic Perrottet has sacked one of his ministers after she was accused of bullying. 
The Small Business and Fair Trading Minister was hit with the allegations by staff last week. Our reporter, Sasha Barbagat, has more from Sydney. That's right, Tash. The Premier has dumped the member for Miranda from State Cabinet a day after he returned from an overseas trade trip. It comes after an anonymous bullying complaint was made by a staffer at her office. In a statement, Dominic Perrottet says he's also been alerted to further matters that have led to his decision. Ms Petanos has also released a statement saying she's sorry if she offended anyone and that she's proud of the work she did. It comes as Trade Minister Stuart Ayres calls for calm from his colleagues after some reportedly asked him to resign for his role in John Barilaro's appointment to a plum New York trade job. The WA and investigations are underway after a man was shot by police. The man in his 20s is in a serious but stable condition in hospital. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Taj. Police were called to a home in the Wheatbelt town of Pingley, 158 kilometres southeast of Perth, in the early hours of Sunday morning after reports of a home disturbance. It's understood the man allegedly ran towards police upon their arrival with two knives in his hands. Deputy Commissioner Alan Adams says he was shot in the torso. The 20-year-old, um, from the particular address that they had attended, ran from the address armed with knives towards police who spoke to him to stop, deployed taser, which was ineffective, and then fired a single shot. Emergency first aid was provided at the scene. The man is now being treated in a Perth hospital tush with non-life-threatening injuries, while police will conduct a full investigation, reviewing officers' body cams into the incident. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from theswitzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. There is good and bad news for homeowners regarding interest rates. Yeah, well, with the cash rate at 1.35% and likely to be 1.85% by Tuesday, the AFR says money markets now think the peak in the cash rate next year will be 3%. At one stage, the money market tipped the cash rate would go to 4.5%. But the CBA's economics team thinks the cash rate will top out at 2.6%. The bad news is rates will go higher, but they will be less than what was once expected, and it's the crash in house prices which will probably determine how high rates go. Yeah, interesting to note with the ongoing speculation around interest rates, certainly that they may increase tomorrow when the Reserve Bank meets. The local stock market is expected to open higher today. Yeah, and that's because that interest rate rise here won't be the last and our economy is still looking strong. In contrast, the US economy is in technical recession terms, but economists there think it's a mild one, but they also think it will stop the US central bank from doing more big interest rate rises and stock markets fear rate rises but love rate cuts. And our stock market plays follow the leader with Wall Street. Yeah, absolutely. Peter, and reporting season kicks off in earnest this week, one of our favourite times of the year. What are we expected (laughs) to see? Well, the collective views of these big company bosses will give us a snapshot on our business and economic future. It will also determine what happens to their share prices and then that will affect our super fund returns. Last financial year for industry funds, the median loss was 3.7%. So super fund members need local companies to have a good financial year. And I think the reports could be better than expected. Big week ahead. Thank you so much for the update, Peter. Cheers. 
Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, how good are the Aussies at the Com Games, not only dominating in the pool, but also in the cycling? Yeah, good morning, Tash. Dominating in the pool and at the velodrome as well. We won four cycling gold overnight. Christina Clonan won the 500-metre time trial, while Georgia Baker took out the 25k points race. And we won a, a rare gold in gymnastics as well. Georgia Godwin uh, topping the podium in the artistic all-round event uh, last night. I've been dreaming of this moment of singing the national anthem for so long, so to have that opportunity. Yeah, quite emotional on Channel 7 there. Great moment for her. She's from uh, Launceston. And the Aussie women's T20 side is taking on Barbados in their second pool match this morning. Yeah, how good are the Aussies at the moment? So good. And Emma McKeon, what a sensational swimmer she is. Just on to the AFL now, Brett, and a great win for the Tigers. Yeah, their season is still alive, pulling off an epic comeback against the Lions last night at the MCG. Down by 42 points at uh, at one point. Tom Lynch, one of the stars of the night with four goals in Shane Edwards' 300th match. And Damien Harwick, their coach, says that lifted them. Yeah, I thought our boys were incredibly brave the way they come back 38 points down against a rampaging Brisbane, I thought was, yeah, it showed the character and, and probably in fairness how much I love Shane Edwards. And to borrow a line from Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, the Sun season <laughs> is still a chance. They could still potentially make the finals. They just beat the Eagles by three points yesterday. I thought you were going to quote Shakespeare or something, just dumb and dumber. Lloyd Christmas is, uh, has a way with words. So <laughs> he does indeed. He's waiting into our sport Brett. report this morning. Thank um, you. Moving on to the NRL now, and a Broncos star is in big trouble in the NRL. Yeah, it was a, an ugly tackle, this one. Pat Carrigan on Jackson Hastings. This was on Saturday night. He's been referred directly to the NRL judiciary. The Tigers have revealed that uh, Hastings suffered a broken ankle, so he is out for the rest of the season. Gordon Tallis from Triple M, though, doesn't think the act was intentional. I don't think it's actually what I'd call a fashionable hip drop where you're actually jamming like the weight of your hips. Calling it live, watching the replays, I thought he would have been unlucky to get a week or two. And the Cowboys cemented their place in the top two. Too strong for the Dragons last night. The Knights, though, uh, their season going from bad to worse. Adam O'Brien is passionately defending his coaching record. They've suffered eight losses at home this season. Yesterday, they went down to uh, the Bulldogs and they have the worst defensive record now in the NRL. It's going to take some time and we've got the right people in the joint. We just need to have a plan and we need to coach the hell out of it and hopefully we look back at this season as that was a season that helped us grow. He's asking for time. We'll see if the Chiefs there in Newcastle give him the time that he believes he needs to uh, turn the Knights around. What a weekend in sport. Great rap. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And the Australian music industry is mourning the loss of legend singer-songwriter Archie Roach. Archie died over the weekend after a long battle with illness. Friend Uncle Jack Charles has told Channel 10 Archie was an inspiration to all. He was renowned the world over, but especially to all Australians. Every Australian will, will, will have taken a moment to reflect on Archie's life and uh, the impact that he had on the music industry. Archie Roach was 66. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.